and economic paralysis begins to creep into America as Joe Biden's administration and our domestic enemies, paired with our foreign adversaries, implement policy after policy straight out of the communist playbook. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. All of this and more, including adversaries moving abroad, coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Here we go. Everyone knows vitamin C is essential. Researchers found store-bought potatoes lost over half their vitamin C value since 1951. That means you have to eat twice as many potatoes to block damage-causing free radicals and grow and repair tissues in all parts of your body. And what's that going to do for your waste? Another option? Introducing the new liposomal vitamin C from redpillliving.com. It tastes like pure liquid sunshine. Take it by spoon or mix it in a smoothie or yogurt. Then, our breakthrough liposomal technology delivers the powerful serving right where you need it most. Go to redpillliving.com forward slash C and give it a try. It's FDA certified, heavy metal free, Prop 65 compliant, gluten free, and non GMO. It's redpillliving.com forward slash C. Your waistline will thank you. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. Before we get into all of the terrible economic attacks and bad news, politically speaking, I do want to give you some interesting news. You know, in the background, no matter how bad things get, usually, I mean, you know, there are things like the Dark Ages, but for the most part, in the background, even while tyrants play their games, you know, innovators and creators and, and capitalists are trying to improve the world and make it a better place. And that continues, you know, you've got breakthroughs in technology. Some of them are great. Some of them are, you know, pretty darn creepy. Some of them are tyrannical. Some of them are very deadly um, and, and create new ways of waging war against, uh, you know, our fellow man. But one of those really interesting things that we've seen lately has been cryptocurrencies uh, or, you know, just blockchain technology, which is way beyond just currency usage. It has a lot of other uses as well to kind of create independent systems uh, that are honest and accountable uh, using sort of the public ledger technology, even if it's a money or even if it's, you know, like a deed system to, to track who owns what. Um, people are, you know, selling digital art rights and stuff now. That's starting to change the world, and it's even starting to challenge the dollar. I think recently the sum total of cryptocurrencies uh, actually outpaced the sum value of all dollars in existence. So uh, if you put them together, cryptos have beaten the dollar now. And that's uh, just really starting uh, to get institutional uh, backing, and you're just really starting to get big players interested in that space. Now, another one that seems to have some potential here, I, I don't, I'm not super familiar with it, but, you know, it solves a, a need and a demand that is great right now, and that is how do we store power? Um, obviously, how do we generate power? Everybody wants to figure out better solutions, more green solutions, things like nuclear uh, or solar or hydro or tidal or you know you've got wind power you've got different options out there but um, one of the most interesting uh, 
aspects of any of those is what do you do with the power when you got it? Because if you don't use it immediately, it's gone. Otherwise, you have to store it in expensive batteries, you know, like those uh, those big car batteries or the golf cart batteries or the, the lithium-ion batteries. And those things are really expensive and limited. So it, it's sort of a, it's a choke point on what is possible in energy independence. So this company, a hydro store out of Toronto, I believe, they figured out a way to use compressed air using the power as it comes in to compress air down into storage chambers deep underground in their case. It could work in any kind of compressed storage container, I imagine. But they can uh, compress air deep underground in these caverns as large storage containers. And then when they need it, uh, use that air as a form of stored energy and then use that to spin a generator and create new electricity. So it's a non-electrical storage of electrical energy. It's really kind of a fascinating approach. It's, it's you know, it makes me want to like start inventing things just because it's so fun to think about how they've solved a problem that the whole world was trying to solve with the storage of energy. And they've done it in such a neat way. I wish them luck. I hope it takes off. Um, having the ability to store massive amounts of energy would solve a lot of humanity's short-term needs. And hopefully, uh, you know, as society has done time and again, we can outgrow and innovate beyond the tyranny of our time. Although I will say it, it is definitely a, uh, a complicated uh, technocratic digital tyranny that we're dealing with right now. Now, continuing from there, I want to mention also that Dr. Fauci, flip-flop Fauci, is again uh, flipping. Uh, now he wants to say that masks are likely to become permanent. He thinks that people are used to it, so may as well be permanent. Although before he said it was silly to wear them, and then he said, oh yeah, they, they need to be worn, and then he wants them to be double-masked, triple-masked. I don't even know at this point. I'll summarize it all in my book, but I, I'm starting to get confused myself. There's so many flip-flops with that guy. Now, meanwhile, um, talking about masks, if you're concerned that it's going to be made permanent, don't worry. As long as you are a good citizen and sheeple and slave and you take that suicide vaccine, you'll get permission to take the mask off sometimes when they want you to. Otherwise, you'll just still have to keep it on. Now, uh, I also want to mention that the U.S. Census Bureau has confirmed that there were millions more total number of voters than actual, or votes than actual voters, and that's very important to understand. Um, you know, usually they get it pretty accurate. Uh, in the past, there have been some mistakes with the census, but usually it's really within a couple hundred thousand. Uh, so that tells you once again just another piece of evidence that this was a stolen election, a fraudulent election. I don't know how much longer it's going to be legal to say that because the writing is on the wall. They are trying their best to call us terrorists for saying it right now. Um, everything they've done lately at the congressional level, you know, the Joe Biden's administration, uh, they, they've all been trying to weaponize everything they can to, to, to kick out anyone that does not agree with their uh, regime having stolen the election, or who is a Trump supporter. Now, uh, speaking of the double-sided uh, system, and we know that there is a double standard. We know that. We've seen it time and time again. Uh, you know, just look at the way they've 
tried to railroad Trump with Russia collusion, and they've completely ignored all of the crimes of the, the left. Now uh, over nearly uh, over half of nearly 100 cases against the federally charged Portland rioters are being dismissed, and only one person heading to prison so far. Now, you know, President Trump finally, you know, had... had even he had been very light-handed, I believe, with Antifa and should have done much more, but finally started to use federal prosecutors to go after them when they broke the law on federal property, that sort of thing, like when they were going after the courthouse or something in Portland, um, you know, with, with explosives, um, with weapons, attacking police, uh, weaponizing fireworks, shining lasers in the the eyes of officers, um, you know, it, it was pretty insane and like a war zone. I showed some of the videos. I, I reported on that uh, night after night after night, multiple uh, officers injured. Um, I can't, I, I should, but I can't remember off the top of my head if anyone was killed, if any officers were killed in those particular riots because there's been so many damn riots now. But, uh, you know, dozens if not hundreds have already been uh, injured and killed. And it's getting to be pretty darn serious. And it's a slap in the face to those who risk their life to keep people uh, safe from harm, from criminals who put their lives on the line, who go out there and, and make these arrests to just let them go back on the street and to not charge them with something. But seeing them dismissed is not a surprise, as we've seen again and again, the, the pet paramilitary of the left, the Antifa and the Black Lives Matter terrorist groups never really seem to face justice, do they? Meanwhile, we have leaked documents that expose uh, the emperor of China, as I call him, the leader Xi Jinping, uh, his plan to control the global internet. He wants the power to control the internet. And this is, again, not a shock. This is exactly what uh, China is pretty much obviously all about for years now, controlling the, the world they have their new economic Silk Road coming through. They want to uh, move the, uh, you know, the currency and financial system from West to East dominated, which isn't going to be difficult for them to do because the dollar is dying so quickly anyway, and no one trusts the dollar. Um, it, it really is an interesting world right now where China could emerge as a, a great power, maybe the world's preeminent power. Uh, power, but only if they have someone like Joe Biden running America who's not going to compete and who's going to lay down and just let them suck the life out like a parasite, which is what China has been doing for decades now, taking advantage of our country uh, through bad trade deals and everything else, and our leaders have let it happen. So uh, using technology to rule the internet is just part of Xi's vision. Speaking of China, a top Australian general has had a leaked classified briefing go kind of viral. And it actually says, uh, he actually says, I mean, it's a top general, actually says that war with China is a high likelihood. Now, it's, it's kind of surprising coming from Australia. They try to keep it kind of quiet when it comes to China because they're like the biggest trade partner of China, or I think I think China is like their single biggest trade partner. Uh, so it's a big deal for them to come out against China in any sort of public way and risk embarrassing China. 
it could hurt them financially very easily. And you know how vindictive and petty the Chinese are about anything that sort of offends their uh, their public uh, persona or or public relations or you know their reputation. It's it's the face concept. I've talked about this with uh, with Chinese culture, Asian culture, but especially Chinese culture. Um, if you haven't familiarized yourself with it. Learn about the face concept. It, you know, reputation matters incredibly, incredibly, incredibly much. Even more than here, than here in the West, uh, reputation really means a lot there. And to come out against someone, even even someone, um, even even family or friends, someone that you like, maybe, could make them hate you if it's done publicly because of the face concept. So. It's, they're not as forgiving about that kind of thing. And, you know, the government, the communist government, which is always sort of teetering on illegitimacy anyway and desperate to maintain some sort of a grip on legitimacy because they're ruling through uh, tyranny rather than, you know, um, the consent of the governed and all that. Uh, yeah, they're always looking for some ways to, to try to convince people they're legit. Anyway... Uh, they would be very vindictive and quick to punish anyone that calls into question their legitimacy or pretty much any sort of um, bad opinion about China. It's not allowed. Meanwhile, uh, speaking of corruption, I mean, we're not much best. Uh, we're not much better in the West. We have a different system, and we feel like we're more free. But lately, in the last hundred years or so, we really haven't been much more free. Um, we also have a system, a, a systemic, a culture at the FBI of abusing the FISA process, of violating the FISA rules, and uh, and spying on pretty much everyone. Republicans, uh, political enemies, anyone you could think of. And that's what the FBI has been doing. Uh, it has now come out through a declassified uh, FISA court opinion and, uh, you know, Representative Jordan and Biggs are demanding answers from the FBI about this. We'll see what answers they get. But, you know, it's like pulling teeth to get them to even lie to you. And then it takes a year or two to get them to do that. And by the time you know that they've lied to you, they're like, well, uh, what, what was it, the famous uh, Hillary Clinton? Well, what does it even matter? At this point, what does it even matter, right? They just think they can get away with it if they, if they push it off long enough. And, and I guess that they can. Um, you know, they believe that they can get away with it and that they're above the law because, effectively, they can and they are. Unfortunately, and it's not the way that it should be, but they have taken it over. Now, in Maricopa County, we also have elections witnesses uh, testifying. Uh, one said that Dominion ran the entire election. County officials and observers actually didn't even have access to the passwords for their own uh, election Dominion came in and ran it all. Not a shock for those who've been watching this show, but or, or listening to this show. But still, it's it's damning. We also have some pretty exciting, although not surprising or even new news. At least not to those again who are listening to this show. A peer-reviewed study is now demonstrating the efficacy of uh, ivermectin in both prevention or prophylaxis and the treatment of COVID. So it actually works as both preventative and cure, um, if you want to use that word. Uh, again, not medical advice or anything, but that's what the damn study says. So, you know, they can 
they can come after me if they want, but it, it is what the study says. Now, this is, again, something that they suppress. They didn't want people to know about it. They want you to take the toxic vaccine instead, um, even though it is killing people, giving people paralysis, giving people blood clots, giving people uh, heart attacks, giving people cytokine storms, giving people uh, issues where their skin starts to boil and fall off. Uh, I even saw a report where some... Uh, spas are refusing to do business or serve clients who have recently had a vaccine for COVID because their skin keeps coming off and it's gross. So I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to do business with them either because I, I understand that people who have taken the vaccine can actually start to shed. And, you know, I, no offense, but if I had a public place, I would want to keep the vaccinated people to the side as well because they're starting to become a danger to those around them through their ignorance. Now, um, continuing from there, I just want to mention as well that the Washington governor has signed a bill uh, not, not blocking but mandating critical race training uh, in public schools. Um, so in, in recent times, I've been able to announce that some states have banned it, uh, which is great. Get rid of critical race theory. It is, uh, it is basically just divisionary communist hate being preached as though it is fact and it is not fact um, it is not even logical it is just communists flexing the power of what they have to force that on our, our schools and our children that's it and um, you know, everyone that looks at, looks at it with an open mind realizes that it's, it's hateful, it's, it's racist it's divisionary and you know, President Trump tried to ban it and now governors are, based on which state they're in and, and you know which side they're on, either banning it or uh, mandating it at this point. So, you know, it's one of the signs of our times. It's one of those divisionary issues. The left just seems to think that racism is the the foundational issue of America. It is what America was based on, built on, and still thrives on today. And it is the one issue above all others that needs to be solved. And it's really just like five or ten percent of the country that feels this way and they're the people for the most part making a living from the continued division and hate by the way but um a good living usually there's a lot of money to be made in this kind of a, uh, a hateful uh, lifestyle and that's easy to be seen by a lot the fact that a lot of these a, a lot of these um uh you know like journalists and such on the left aren't even that bright um they just they just memorize the talking points. That's really it. Anyway, so um, Washington has now mandated it. If you have if you have uh, kids in school there, get them out while you can. Homeschool or or switch states. Whatever you got to do, send them to live with relatives. This is brain damaging to children who go through this kind of education, especially young children who don't know how to resist that sort of manipulation and indoctrination. I mean, they're good at it, too. They, they, they'll go in there with emotionalized arguments to make children feel things instead of think things. And the best example I can think of off the top of my head is, is the, the pictures of the polar bear uh, floating on the iceberg, and they're trying to say that polar bears are dying because of global warming. It's a lie. It's a, it's a complete lie. In fact, they are having a population boom, and they're becoming a bit of a problem, in fact. 
because uh, the world is actually cooling, not heating, in part, and other reasons as well. Um, but that was the sort of emotional manipulative stuff that they do. And even though it's the complete opposite of reality, a freaking two-year-old's going to see that and think, oh, poor bear, the bad people doing this need to pay more money, or whatever the hell it is that the teacher's telling them to think, right? And that, and then, of course, they, they grow up thinking that, and the media just says, oh, yeah, everybody knows that, duh. And then you're made to feel like a crazy person if you don't go along with their delusion, their mass psychosis of global warming. And that's just one example. Um, meanwhile, uh, just kind of going off on a tangent there, I do want to also mention that the the economy is under a, a death grip right now, in a sense, and it's going to get worse. And it's just really starting to take effect. These sort of things, these policies, they do take a couple of months sometimes to to, uh, to, to go into effect or to start to be seen. And now that we've started to see trillions of dollars being printed and communist policies uh, being implemented, uh, it's actually proving that you know many workers in America now make more money from unemployment than from their jobs. Um, it, we're starting to see people being paid more, as I said in the last show or two, to stay home and not work, which of course creates a perverse incentive structure. It starts to create uh, perverse voting incentives uh, where, you know, two people might vote to enslave the third person to work for them or something like that, you know, just because they have the majority. And, um, you know, that's why we're a republic, not a, a democracy, because we protect the rights or we're supposed to protect the rights of the minority from the majority. Otherwise, you end up with two wolves and a sheep voting on what's for dinner or who's for dinner. And that's where we're at. And, you know, we're, I already reported recently that a third of all of the money in this country is earned from the government now. So, um, you know, we have a significant issue here, economically speaking. At the same time, they're trying to convince us that Things are doing just fine, and uh, don't worry. So, folks, it's it's time to start worrying a little bit. I think that uh, you know it's hard to call a peak on the everything bubble. It really is, but some people are starting to say the peak is in. And um, you know, I'm not going to tell you what to do with your own money. I just I want everyone to be cautious. If you've got a retirement, if you're in the stock market, anything like that. Um, if you're in the bonds, if you've got a lot of money in the banks that are exposed to all of this madness and may go under and take your money with them, and that uh, that insurance uh, at the government may not be so useful because it's not going to cover everyone. There's only enough in there to cover like 1% of actual um, claims if there was a run on banks. And it could happen here where you know, you've got major players and major banks warning of temporary hyperinflation and that's not a thing okay hyperinflation is just the end of the currency until something else comes in which is usually the next currency and it maybe it'll be the digital dollar or maybe it will just be uh gold or maybe it'll be crypto or maybe it'll be some combination because you can't buy stuff online with gold so you know even the, the the most ardent gold and silver bug and you know i 
I love silver. I love gold as far as, you know, uh, a store of value goes in terms of what it could do for people economically, because those are honest money. But you can't buy things online with it. So crypto is useful. Crypto it has its place. A lot of people don't like crypto. Um, these are the monies that are competing to be the money of freedom versus the dollar and the digital dollar and the you know the digital yuan and all of these other government funny monies where they just keep stealing from you by printing, printing, printing. And if they get us adopted on a digital dollar, it is slavery, folks. It is full slavery. Anyway, um, I hope that you have found this to be of some value. I want to um, briefly mention, I didn't get all of my equipment set up yet. I hope to be back on video soon. Um, uh, we're still sort of unpacking and stuff. Uh, if you did uh, find this to be of value, please consider sharing, liking, subscribing, and also joining our newsletter at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And uh, if you want to support us, if it's not a burden, we are 100% listener uh, financed and funded through donations or through our Patriot sponsors at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. We have some pretty incredible Patriot sponsors and products like the Great Awakening Coffee.com, like redpillliving.com has the best health and wellness products, um, you know, skincare. We also have the Great awakeningbooks.com which is new which has a couple of books on there and uh, we're going to we're going to be adding other you know censored authors and, and their books as well as we can and uh, give them a place where you know companies like Amazon and, and Etsy and these others are banning patriots left and right and we'll see you on the next one Dustin Nemos out